computer. This is data. I'm an android. I'm a basketball. I was processing all of the information. Processing. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Rangers pick basketball. Analytics was crap. Does not compute. Just because you got good stats doesn't mean you're a good team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lakers Exceptionalism Podcast. I'm your host for today, Tim. You know me as Cranjus Basketball on Twitter. And the Lakers have just hired, well, the Lakers are planning to hire an assistant coach to Darvin Ham's staff. That assistant, they, you know, they wanted to make sure they found someone who would really, really please the fan base is Rashid Wallace, who beat the Lakers in the 2004 NBA Finals for his one NBA championship, four-time All-Star, uh, played in the NBA for a number of years, what, eight, 18 or so years. Um, he has a little bit of coaching experience. Um, big, he's a big man coach, uh, age, you know, 47 year old, 47 years old <laughs> between him, him, if they get stats, they're going to have a pretty tall coaching staff. We'll see what, what happens with the stats piece or whoever that lead assistant ends up being. But Wallace is headed to LA and I figured, you know, it'd be a good time to dig into his coaching background because, I would say on paper, it is very, very questionable. Um, This is the length of his coaching experience. He was brought on to coach for Mo Cheeks uh, as a player development coach for the Detroit Pistons on a two-year deal for 2013-2014 and then the following season. uh, After Cheeks was replaced by Stan Van Gundy, or actually, no, there was an interim head coach and then Stan Van Gundy, uh, Wallace was not brought back for the second season. During that time, he was a player development coach, primarily there to help with Andre Drummond's post game, which uh, did not go so hot that season. Drummond's efficiency ranked 68th of 69 players with 100 or more scoring post up possessions. If you include pass outs as well, he's 80th of 81st guys. Not good. Very bad. Looking at like the synergy data on the moves, very predictable moves, only a couple moves. Not very good. Um was fired from that job at one year into his two-year deal and then has a five or so year gap before getting back into coaching. And he was a high school varsity coach for two seasons. He took over a team that was winning 45, 43% of their games under his two seasons. They won half of their games uh, and he was planning to leave that role. Uh, the, the second season was, you know, a COVID season, short year was planning to leave that role for another position at some place called the NC Good Better Best Academy, which I maybe someone else has better info. I cannot find anything on this. Uh, it appears to have just popped up. And some subtext here, what I was told is his departure from that high school varsity coach position may have had something to do with his COVID vaccination status. Uh, so... <laughs> Left there, so joined a, you know an okay team. They won half of their games while he was there, a little bit of a boost in win percentage. After he left this past season, they won 85% of their games, did much, much better. Uh, took a that, that other high school job for what I can only imagine is some type of an AAU team. Didn't coach a single practice or game with them because then he was brought on to Penny Hardway's staff at Memphis, who had the number one recruiting class in the country. Several guys that were projected lottery picks. They still have a projected lottery pick in Jalen Duran. 
Duran, I'm not sure how to say his last name, uh, who is projected to be a French lottery pick. This this draft, he was used as a post scorer there. Wallace was brought in to coach the post players, player development. Uh, they, as a team, were in the 24th percentile of college basketball this season in post scoring offense. Their top guy, that that Jalen Duran, uh, he individually was a 24th percentile efficiency guy among players with 50 or more scoring chances. So, not not good. Uh, he's you know. In two spots, he's coached two different, you know, high volume post players, and both of them had good things to say while he was there. Neither of them was effective under his tutelage, and I mean, we'll we'll see what end up ends up happening. But that is concerning. He was so when hired as an assistant for Memphis, he was supposed to be in person. It was in person, and then uh, stopped being in person because he. Uh, Memphis requires their coaches to be vaccinated. He is not and will not be, from what I understand. Um, the understanding is that he's a big uh, government microchip guy. Um, so he was relegated to a remote consultant position. He was not replaced on staff in season. They were not looking to fill his shoes. He was still on staff. There was speculation at the time. There was more going on than just COVID, and there was a rift between the coaches. Maybe it was related to the COVID thing, but you know he wasn't there. Larry Brown, who's 80, 81 years old, was, was back in person, but uh, Wallace was not because of that COVID status, a vaccination status, and... You know, he was, Penny Hardway said in January that he would not be back for the next season. So he was fired one year into a two-year gig. You know, circumstances there can can dictate that with the new staff. Um, he was a high school coach for two years and <laughs> didn't do well and was not brought back. Took another job for some organization I can't find any real info on or people who went to it or people who graduated from it. Um, every every article I see cites the same like one paragraph. Here's what it's supposed to do, uh, like about me section for this website for this program that just popped up. Uh, then was at Memphis relegated to a consultant role, and they didn't have success there. Huge underperforming season for the team, and the you know the guys he was coaching didn't have a great year doing the things he was supposed to help them be better at. Uh, now defensively. Let's let's take a look at how Drummond did it defensively in 2013-2014. Uh, Durant, from what I understand, is, was a good defender. So that piece of it, you know, maybe that's translating more than, than the post game. Um, but let's take a look. This, to me, at least on paper, is immediately just a super questionable move. Like, this is – you should be able to find guys to coach AD and, and help him be a better post player uh, and, and it not – look like this oh boy so let's take a look at our lebron tool which is free at b-ball index um and we're gonna take a look let's look just at centers and we'll use dynamic grades and we'll look just at that season and we'll look just for guys with a thousand or more minutes so we get a real good you know fair shot okay so d plus defensive impact that season for Drummond, a offensive impact in a roll and cut big offensive role, anchor big defensive role. So even among you know centers, uh, among centers, he was not a good defender offensively. Played well, more as a dump off guy, a put back guy. The post game was not there. I, this is, <laughs> I'm concerned. This is the first hire they're making. 
<sighs> so among the positive things that that I you know was able to read about and hear about was he's a he's a upbeat energy guy that's useful in an eighty two game season. Um, that 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 was the positive. Uh, the negative is we'll see what that that COVID status looks like and if that impacts anything. And uh, the government microchip element is certainly curious, but I, you would hope to hire someone with more of a history of success. If you're bringing someone in to, uh, you know, I would imagine it's to help guys like Anthony Davis be better post players, get to a point of dominance, make better passing reads. That was something that that both Duran and Drummond did not do well in, in his seasons with them was making passing reads if we look at the data. Um, so that's concerning to me. Maybe, you know, getting deeper post position, different moves adding to the arsenal. It's just, it's strange. There are a lot of coaches working for a lot of teams that you would imagine the Lakers would be able to poach or go after or go after someone at a college level who has more of a history. This is this is more reminiscent of Luke Walton coming in and hiring a, a buddy he played basketball with in college at Arizona that had not coached any basketball but had been a volleyball coach <laughs> up until Luke Walton called him and brought him to the Lakers. Like, you're the Lakers. This... This is this is strange. This is bizarre. So we'll continue monitoring the situation. Uh, have have more you know context from there. Uh, I mean, I mean, we, I don't. I'm not going to waste time talking about Rashid. Rashid Wallace is a basketball player. Y- y'all have seen him as a basketball player. Um, and uh, the ball don't lie. That's that's all I got for today. This is a nice quick one. Just a little update. Some of my input. I'm skeptical. This is, to me, it's bizarre. Uh, it, it would be really strange for this guy to be a really good player development coach and have the kind of gap he had in between jobs. Um, he hasn't coached in the NBA in a decade. So that's strange to me. Uh, and everywhere he's been, there's been underperformance. Coaches fired. Um, post players not doing well. And then you add the COVID element into this, and it's just, it's, it's a little strange. So I'm not the most optimistic about this, but if it's just one little player development role, it's probably not going to be a, a big thing. If, if he's a positive influence on AD and on the team and is able to keep energy up and, you know, just work drills, it's, this is a lower impact role. So she'd, you know, not brought, ideally not brought in as like a lead assistant or something, but if he's just in a development role, it's a lower impact. And I hope to be proven wrong, but the track record isn't there. So on paper, this is, this is a bad move to me. So that's all. Uh, We'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.